of knots, it is necessary that I speak. In the wise words of Clifford Ashley, he said, a knot is either tied correctly or hopelessly wrong. Make one mistake and you have a completely different knot or no knot at all. With this episode, oh, there's going to be background noise. With this episode, we're going to talk about some two of my favorite things. Well, not my two favorite things. One of my favorite knots and line of knots. And then also my least favorite knot. And what I define as the most deadly knot, which will be interesting to hear what folks have to say about that. So, starting off, my favorite knot. Actually, no, let's backtrack a little bit more. Talk about my favorite type of rope. I feel feel like that's a pretty important thing to talk about that I don't think I've mentioned much yet. Um, my favorite type of rope, it probably doesn't surprise folks, is Manila. For more or less, because it has so many uses, because you can splice with it, you can lash with it, and you can knot with it. Now, when it comes to decorative knot tying with some of my favorite knots, I'll admit I prefer to use paracord. But that's solely because it fits in my pocket and it's easier to just kind of fiddle fart around with. But for general purpose, for use of strong, needing strong cordage, it's a quarter inch manila to a three eighth manila, manila rope is a preferred fiber for me. Um, so, with that out of the way, manila all the way, P cord when it comes down to just, you know, tying it for fun. Favorite type of knot. Now, a lot of folks would ask me, well, what is your favorite type of knot? And usually my first response is, well, do you mean decorative or functional? And they're like, ooh, ooh. My response is, yeah, I, I figured you didn't have a response. I just like to ask it. So I like to, you know, I give them both, which my favorite, and I'll explain why after I say them both. My favorite functional knot is the Carrick bend. And my favorite decorative knot is the Chinese button knot or the Carrick Bend mat. A little bit a little bit torn. They're very, very similar. Some of the other Turks had, they're all very interconnected and thus it's pretty much a whole line of knots that I'm actually very much in love with. So I can't say that I have an exactly a singular favorite knot because every knot has so many great purposes, but I've fallen in love with the Carrick Bend because I'm going down this to rabbit hole. Carrick Bend is, from what I have seen and what I have read, the best bend you can tie. So the Carrick Bend, um, that's C-A-R-R-I-C-K Bend, in case you want to Google it and find out actually how to tie it, or just hunt me down and I can probably teach you. Or, you know, look it up. You can find it. It's great. But Carrick Bend is a great bend because it, keeps most of the strength of the knot and along with that it also um, is relatively easy to untie. Um, I'm going to be kind of pausing as I speak here as I'm going to try and pull up the copy of um, this, the Ashipaganats, yes, the Ashipaganats and try to pull up its reading out of it. Um, it's a fairly large text so I will kind of keep talking while I do this but um, one of the other kind of pros of this knot is that it's very it's very symmetrical and it's very pleasing to the eye. Um, that's because it actually comes out of the form of a Turk's head, and thus is a very symmetrical form. And a lot of folks kind of know of the Turk's head, 
the um, I was gonna say the Carrick. And oh look, this is I'm not actually a text document. This is all photocopied. Um, I don't know if I'll be able to find it on second thought. Oh no, it's definitely a text document. Oh boy. It just takes it a while. It is one eye. Anyways, now that I have this document just searching for literally every time it says car, see if I can find the word care. The C-R-A-A. -A. Um, should find me mostly Carrick. Apparently carry is also a word that I didn't think about. Oh boy. Okay, I'm going to have it search for Carrick and hope that I can hunt it down in the, what is it, a couple hundred pages? Oh, yeah, 600 pages, you know, nothing big. Aha, found it once. Go to it. Um, I'm so sorry that this is taking a hell of a lot longer than I hoped. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll get back to that. So, Carrick Bend, Best Bend. Also, other than being extremely strong, which I believe I mentioned after I kind of rambled, um, also has the pro of being... There we go. The two-stranded button is based on the Carrick Bend. Oh no, this is not right one that is one of multiple times that the character is mentioned because it's a lovely knot um, the character loop um, it's very easy to untie as well oh there we go the character bend not number 1428 the character bend or full character bend may be tied flat for decorative purposes if tied in needlework um, so that all knots can be that all knots, all four ends are to be employed. It is called a Josephine knot. In drawing, uh, uh, reading is difficult. Um, in drawing, oh, the drawing illustrates the character bend of both ends on the same side of the knot, which is less secure than the same knot formation, which is in the diagonal formation. Yes, it's a beautiful knot, and. It's really strong and super easy to untie. And wow, apparently it's mentioned 73 times in this text. But in short, strongest knot, a lot of great uses. And now, so that uh, gets me into the Chinese, oop, Chinese button. Um, into the Chinese button knot, which is my favorite, um, my favorite decorative knot, I would say. Um, it's partially because it was one of the people who taught me a lot of my knots. He, his favorite knot was Chinese button knot. And so a little bit definitely kind of comes from him. Um, oh, hey, look, I remember that one. That was a good knot. Um, but with that in mind, the Chinese button knot is actually tied with a variation of the Carrick bend. Um, and thus, you can see kind of that the Carrick bend and its kind of entire line of similarity knots are really amazing. With all that inside, uh, one of my other knots, and then also is the Turk's head, which some folks might have heard of. 
maybe not. Um, Turk set is just, you know, it's a, basically a Carrick bend with multiple loops. Um, or also could be defined as a three-point braid. Um, that's the simple three-point uh, Carrick bend. There are a lot of variations for those that get way down the rabbit hole. But I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole because, trust me, I know it gets complex. Um, the Carrick bend also then becomes the Carrick bend mat, which is, I think, if rather peeling knots. Um, looks nice. I often use it as like a little tokeny thing and carry it and peeling on with the um, Chinese button knot. You can tie them in a strand, have a couple of them in a row, and they're very just something good to kind of just hold on to and fiddle with in the hand. Um, other knots just kind of throw out there that I enjoy tying. Um, something is to be said for the Alpine Butterfly. It's a lovely knot. It's easy to tie in the hand. And it's fun because you don't need the ends. I tie tying the uh, jury head masthead or the jury rig masthead knot i believe again one that can be tied in the hand it's real fun to tie in and just rip it out it also can be put into a mat and have a little bit of symmetry there which is nice monkey's fist eh, it's it's okay but i'm not a huge fan um spanish bowling is a fun little one um let's see any other fun knots i think it's the zeflin ben is I'm not a huge fan of it, but I'm not against it. It's nice. Um, I don't use it very much. I use pretty much solely the Carrick Bend when knotting, joining ropes together because I know it's a preferred knot. Occasionally, I will use the, um, the Sheet Bend when I have to join two different diameters, which is the preferred usage there. Other than that, I pretty much tie... People often ask me, oh, how many knots do you think you know? And the reality is I know quite a... I know a lot of knots... Knowing them by name, I don't remember. So oftentimes, you know, it's just one of those, like, yeah, I know how to tie this, that, and the other. And I only use a handful of knots so regularly because I only have a need for so many. I think the clovich is a critical knot to learn. I went on a, I'm going on a tangent. I'm, it's fine. I have the time. I still have time to talk about the devil's knot or the most deadly knot. Is, I interchange them a lot. Um, people often also, so going on this tangent, might as well go there. Um, talking about what knots are critical for people to know. People always ask me, well, if you only could have so many knots, which ones would you pick? And my brain is a little bit challenged to pick only a handful of knots. So let's, um, let's say five knots that if I only could pick five knots, I haven't planned this out ahead. So ready for my inner ramblings. So, clovich. Clovich is definitely ideal. For clovich, you can do lashing, um, close a lot of things, pretty much good general purpose. Um, the bowlin, because it's a good loop. You always need a good loop. Trucker's hitch for cinching stuff down. Okay, I got two left. I got to be really conscious. See, my brain really wants to say the Carrick Band. You know what? I think it, yeah, I think so. The Carrick Bend is pretty much horrible, like extremely useful. And then you also can kind of tie in the knots that are right directly connected with the decoratives to give you a little bit of something to do with your hands. So that's four. Um, is there another knot that I would actually like recommend to learn? Truckers? 
Trucker's Hitch, Clove Hitch, Bowling, uh, Carrick Bend. That covers that. Mm, that covers that. Joining ropes together. Reefing. I mean, if you count splicing as not, which I do technically, but I don't, I mean, it's, yeah, you know. I haven't discussed splicing. I feel like that's a good conversation to have with someone who knows a little bit about splicing. I'll, I'll talk to them about that some. Or someone who doesn't. That'd be probably even more interesting. So that was a good little tidbit there for, I don't know, maybe two minutes of me rambling about my favorite knots. And I had to pick five. And I only was able to come up with four. I guess maybe the sheep bend. I guess. Because it's kind of practical if I had to join two ropes of different gauge together gauge or diameter so now on to the big question of when everyone asks me Ian what's the most uh, more of my trick question I ask people of, hey do you know what the deadliest knot is and everyone's like oh it's gonna be the noose Ian that's not hard duh and I'm like no it's not the noose and I'll admit you're not you know not bad thinking to think that the noose is the most deadly knot but um yeah, it's not. It's a knot that actually probably 80% of people listening, well, that probably means five people, <laughs> um, actually know, and that would be the square knot. The square knot is the most deadly knot. Um, to I don't think Clifford Ashley wrote on it, but he might have. I'll try to find it as I talk, and hopefully I don't talk too much out of my ass. Hmm. But the square knot, there we go. Um, the square knot is the most deadly knot. And there's a very solid reason for this. So the square knot, when used properly... Oh, here we go. One of the best... Uh, one of the best but most misused knots is the reef knot or square knot. Um, I'll explain why that's a problem, that it's misuse. Okay, no, that's going to give you as far as I get with that. So the square knot, while it's great in theory, is not very good for most anything else. Everyone likes to tie it to join two ropes together, and it's very problematic because when either tied incorrectly with the booby knot or the granny knot, or maybe if you're real bad and real intoxicated, you somehow tie the thieves knot, um, which that's a fun little story I'll talk about. Um... But, oh, here, look, here it is. When when, uh, but when employed as a bend to tie two ropes together, the reef knot is probably responsible for more deaths and injuries that have been caused by failure of, than all other knots combined. Yeah. That was written by Clifford Ashley in 1944. That, unless the news suddenly became super popular, like in the, I don't know, the last 10 years, which it hasn't, yeah. It is insanity. Um, and the reason for this is that when the knot is capsized, I'm reading off him here again. It's uh, numbers 74 through 76 in case you're just trying to find it. Um, when capsized by jerking at the ends of one rope, the chief, in its chief recommendation as a reef knot, tie the two ropes ends, different textural stiffness, bound and capsized. Okay. Basically, it slips out, and if you're hoisting something above your head, it will fall. And thus... The square knot or reef knot is extremely dangerous. And I 
do not want to teach people that not because it is deadly. People will argue with me that the news is more, and people try to, you know, people will laugh because oh, you know, I tied a square knot. And I'm like, I'm like, great, you tied a deadly knot. And people don't think it is, but it is extremely. Now, people may hear me have said the word reef knot before, also booby knot and granny knot, thieves knot. So I'm going to explain each one of those as much as I know. So square knot, you know it probably. It's left over right, right over left. It's one of those knots that if you're involved in some programs, they teach you that one pretty easily. Um, the reef knot is its other name, and that's the name I prefer because it's what its intended purpose is. Um, and it is to reef or to tighten down. And so you know the square knot, believe it or not, or you know a variation of it at least. You've tied your shoes today, hopefully. Maybe you have slip-ons. Maybe you have your bunny slippers on. I don't know what you're wearing right now, but you probably used the square knot to tie your shoes. Yeah. The bow you use to tie your shoes is a square knot. I'll admit, I tie it too. Although, oftentimes I like to tie the surgeon's knot, which I'll talk about. There's someone who's interested in like the knots that you use on a daily basis. So if I get the gentleman in, I will talk more about that later. But all in all, the reef knot is the preferred name for myself, and so you will not hear me call it a square knot unless I'm talking to people, in which case I'll use the reef knot, also known as the square knot. Um, now, the other two names I use, the booby and the um, granny knot, it's just a mistied square knot. I use the two names kind of interchangeably because, eh, sometimes it's fun to call them to different names. Um, like common names, they switch between. That's why you have a French and a Portuguese bowling, which are the same exact knot. I don't really know the name of why it was called the booby knot or why it was called the granny knot. It's just something I've picked up over the years. It's just something. I think uh, the booby knot is referenced in the uh, Ashley Book of Knots, though. Uh, and then there's the thieves knot, which is actually has a pretty interesting story and is worth actually spending a few seconds on, at least. So the thieves knot was used is identical in structure and for layman's eyes is identical to a square knot. What makes it different from a square knot, instead of having its both working ends on the same sides, if you were look at the knot, they end up on the different sides, so like top and bottom. You can look it up. I'm pretty sure looking up these knot will get you to the knot. So what it was used for though, as it would look identical to a square knot, however, most sailors would tie up their small bags of valuables. They could use or parcels um, or packages for those. The square knot, uh, the thieves knot, would allow them to tie their bags or parcels, and have a little bit of security to know if someone's been in their bag. Obviously, it didn't stop them, but it would get to let them know at least that someone's, you know, rummaged through the stuff. So, pretty interesting nautical history. Um, I honestly don't know how often it was used because, believe it or not, I'm not as old as you might think. But some days. Um. With that, uh, what was the last thing I wanted to talk about? Deadliest knot, reef knot, booby knot, thief knot. I think that's about it for knots that are kind of worth bringing up. Um, yeah, so you just remember that if you ever want to tie a knot, the carrick bend. Oh, I didn't explain where the carrick bend's origins come from the name. Um, the Carrick Bend comes out of the name of the tall ships called a Carrick Ship. Yep, that's about it. And so, 
with that, I think I'll have a little bit of a shorter episode this day, and it's fine. Nobody much minds. So with that, I'll close with you some words of wisdom is keep your knife sharp, but keep your axe sharper. May your, uh, may you, ah, may your, your inner splice tighten. May you strive to ever learn more. With that, can you not? Have a good evening.